0: Who the devil are we? Hope you're having a great day Uh, Welcome to another podcast So, hope you've had a good week Um, You find me up the woods again this morning In my usual spot Actually, I'm lying Um, Well, I am actually in the same woods But I'm in a different spot of my woods this morning Which is very nice what are we gonna have a chat about in this one then? Well, I thought I'd do a topical one this morning. We had, I um, was watching the old uh, British, British Bullshit Corporation news this morning. <laughs> and uh, I see they're um, happily pushing the electric car agenda again this morning. I'm definitely for renewable energy. I'm not an old, um that's an old bigoty thing that still hunts me. The internal combustion engine still rules. <laughs> Although I do like the old internal combustion engine. I've spent many, many an hour tinkering with an old internal combustion engine. <laughs> the modern engine is far, far, far removed from what the old engines used to be years ago. You go back to engines of the 70s and 80s, and you had your carburettors, and you know if you had your your six-cylinder or your your V V engine. Oh, I had a V6, a 2.8 V6 in an old Granada I had once. Oh, I love that engine! Oh, didn't it sound nice? <laughs> I mean, I felt like a proper petrol head with an engine like that. Wow, lovely roaring V-engine sound. It was, um, it was something to strive for, wasn't it? I mean, most people couldn't afford the, uh, the V-8 engines because they were too expensive. Used to get them in, in the Rovers and things like that. But that was the sound, that was the sound of, uh, power <laughs> so you had your, you had your Ford Essex engine which was a I think I do believe started at a 2.3 they did make a 2.3 um, sorry I'm getting off tangent here aren't I I'm, I'm reminiscing I'm reminiscing at the sounds of um, engines gone by (laughs) our modern engines today are definitely definitely far superior and power wise and fuel economy and well pretty much everything Um, I mean obviously economy as well but are they reliable for the home mechanic Um, and unfortunately I would have to say definitely not Yes, I'd uh, definitely have to say not. Um, I mean, maybe if you're a younger viewer here and uh, you use your laptop to diagnose problems and bits and bobs. Um, I mean, I do actually have a diagnostic unit that I got sent for review, that uh, I plug into my, I plug into our little 2004 Micro we have. Um, That's a fantastic little car. I think it's just before it got too complicated. I mean, there's obviously still a lot of electronics involved in it. Um, No carburettor, obviously. So it's all. uh, I think it's single point actually, single point injection. I believe it. A fantastic little car. Very, very impressed with it uses very little fuel as well, It's uh, I think it probably does about 40 to the gallon, something like that. So, um, it's very fuel efficient, um, uh, yes, yeah, quite impressed with that, it's quite a good little car. I'd, um, I'd definitely, definitely have another one. But again, that's uh, that's getting on now. As I say, 2004, so it's are nearly 15 years old now. Which, in modern-day standards, is um, well, depends what you want, I guess. I mean, if you've got, if you want to go out and buy a new car, then it's obviously um, <laughs> it's obviously completely out of date. Game over. But, uh, there we go. We we talk about the electric ones in this one. Right down to the electric. Um, I have never driven an electric car. I suppose. If we're talking about electric golf carts, um, I did did drive a milk float once. (laughs) I mean, that's electric, isn't it? But not quite in the same standards that we're talking about today. Um, Yes, you've got your customary Teslas and all this stuff. Um, I don't personally, personally, I don't think that's the way to go. Um, I think it's just an agenda at the moment, like it, like it has been for the last however many decades. To uh, we're living in the um, fossil fuel, petrol, diesel engines. Um, I think, to be honest, the best alternative is definitely hydrogen. A hy- either hydrogen fuel cell, or, um, or running the engine on hydrogen gas. Um, I mean it's basically, it's more like a modern steam engine, sort of, Um, completely clean, you've got water vapour as an exhaust, you know, perfect, wonderful, and and what do you use, what do you use as your fuel? Water, (laughs) or even steam I guess, you could even, maybe a steam engine, I don't know. Um, But I don't believe that the uh, electric cars is the way to go, to be honest. Um, They say they're emission-free, which um, which is slightly misleading. I mean, the actual car, when it's running itself, or when it's moving, should I say, is um, obviously zero emissions. Yes. What about these batteries, then? Say you've... But just, just let's, let's put, put an argument forwards here. Let's just say we're going to buy some batteries, some lithium, whatever they are, lithium batteries. Um, all right, lithium batteries in your mobile phone. There you go, ideal scenario. Something that we all know about. Well, obviously, if you've got a mobile phone. Using the mobile phone every day and putting it under load, uh, using it for what it's intended um, doing the various tasks that we need to do throughout the day. Um, it doesn't last 15 years, does it? You see what I'm saying? So, basically, the the technology in the batteries, we do not have. People, you try and buy a 15-year-old electric car, well, obviously there won't be any because the technology wasn't really there 15 years ago, but what I'm saying is it doesn't last. The battery technology is not there. The battery technology is not there. Um, I was looking the other day, just out of interest, and I believe it was the Tesla cars, and uh, you don't actually own the battery. You only, you lease the battery, but you buy the car. I think, something like that. So, um, what good's there? So what happens when your battery's kaput? What about the waste? What about the waste of all these batteries then? Because these batteries are probably only gonna last about five years before their capacity is reached. And then um, we're gonna end up with a massive, massive load of wasted batteries. So what's gonna happen with all these then? I'm assuming they're all gonna be dumped somewhere. This is green energy, is it? what a load of complete rubbish it's more waste i mean can you recycle this i don't believe you can i don't think there's any technology to recycle the lithium i may be wrong but i don't believe at present there is a lithium recycling facility so all these mines abroad that are mining out thousands and thousands of tons of lithium to make all these batteries for all these supposed green electric cars um well all this is going to be wasted in about five years um yeah so this is sustainable is it i think not i think not it's a fake agenda again it's um i believe it's probably the oil companies they're probably jumping on the back of the electric to, um, to make their next billions or trillions that they once did with the oil. Um, I mean, for argument's sake, how versatile is these electric vehicles? Well, you'd probably get about two to 300 miles distance, which is absolutely fantastic when it's new. What about when it gets to five years old? What about the rest of us that can't afford to buy a brand new car that needs to buy a second-hand one? I'll bet you would be lucky to get 50 miles out of it because the capacity in the battery will be depleted. So you're buying a piece of rubbish. You're buying a piece of junk, which is not fit for purpose, is it? So, um, well, let's say we're gonna go camping for the weekend. I um, mean, me, as you know, I like to go out in the middle of nowhere. I love going out into nature and stuff like that. Well, say I've travelled my hundred miles. Um, I've almost depleted my batteries. I've got to my destination. And funnily enough, there's no electric. There's no sockets. There's no charging point. Well, what am I supposed to do now? Well, I'm stuck now, aren't I? I've got this stupid car that everybody's forced me to buy um, because they've got rid of other renewable energies that were probably more versatile. Um, Anyway, um, I've got, I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere with no way of charging my car. Um, Yeah. At present, there's 30 million cars on the road in the UK. Well, if there's 30 million electric cars within the next 10 years, is there going to be 30 million charging points? No. What about when we go camping? Are they going to have charging points? Um, no. So, uh, false technology, fake technology, and uh, it's not going to work. And. Uh, We've been forced to buy it. Anyway, um, I've got to keep this under 15 minutes, so um, that's your lot for this one. Yes, love and light, guys. Hope you have a great rest of the day. There's your thought for the day. Um, Please subscribe or whatever you do on here. And um, love and light to everybody. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next vlog. Cheers for now.